Hello, and welcome to the Unapologetically Imperfect Podcast. Hi, this is Claire. And this is Keon. And this podcast is for all those mamas out there. Whether you're a working mom, a work-from-home mom, a stay-at-home mom, a single mom, a married mom, all moms. Because sometimes being a mom is the absolute best. And sometimes, girl, it's the absolute worst. This is your midweek mama moment to get you over the hump. We're going to start with a little mama dance party right now. Take a moment just for you to dance like nobody's watching. Remember how good it feels to move your body just for you. Go mamas. Go mamas. Go, go, go mamas. Prove it out. So this next segment is called Sorry Not Sorry. This is something where you've done something this week or didn't do something this week you were supposed to do and you kind of felt bad about it or maybe you didn't feel bad about (laughs) it. (laughs) You kind of just said sorry, not sorry. Um, So my sorry, not sorry this week was we did a lot of traveling in December, my husband and I, and we went to go visit my sister in Arizona. We left on New Year's Day and girl, I left a load of laundry Uh in the wash and one in the dryer. When I got back, that load in the dryer was not completely dry and obviously the load in the wash is <laughs> so sorry not sorry but people still have clothes to wear so that's yeah part. you're gonna be so okay we're gonna be all it's right. okay to forgive yourself mm-hmm. they got plenty of clothes they, we probably have too many say that too so, many clothes i could probably have some stuff disappear or nobody would even notice right maybe just sneak it out the house. <laughs> <laughs> what is your sorry not sorry claire well i was doing some last minute shopping and I grew up as a kid loving Hello Kitty, and I've developed that same love in my daughter. And normally, every time I go into a little Santa Rio store, I always buy her a little something. And you know what? I bought a keychain for myself. Well, we have to treat ourselves. Sometimes. I know, but I felt so guilty about it. Like I you always bring, back I something always bring her. her something back, and I just I didn't see anything that I thought she would love. The things that I thought she would love were like not in my price point. That <laughs> just been, you know, because Sanrio can be like ridiculous sometimes. It was just adorable, just really cute. It was. And it was just a keychain, but I just thought, you know what? I liked it, and I'm so sorry. It's, it's it's sometimes we feel so guilty buying stuff for ourselves, but. More times than not, we're buying stuff for our family. Or All our the time. Yes. So every now and again to treat yourselves, I call that retail therapy. <laughs> a little retail therapy. Sometimes you need a little retail therapy, girl. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. So before we start today's episode and get into today's topic, I want to take a quick minute to dedicate this episode to my mom, Beverly Gator Fenty. Her birthday is on Thursday, and we lost my mom a little over seven years ago. So I wanted to say happy birthday in heaven, mom. We miss you. Happy birthday, Beverly. So today's subject is, do you set New Year's resolutions? So I know a lot of people have a lot of conflicting thoughts on this. And around that time, towards the end of the year, you hear all this, oh, what's your New Year's resolution, New Year's resolution? And I think it's gotten to the point where it's kind of one of those things people just, we say it. Right. And we kind of take it lightly. And I don't know about you, but I think every time I've set like these quote unquote New Year's resolutions at the end of the year, one, I usually don't end up getting too far. (laughs) 
right? February rolls around and I'm like, oh yeah, that what? was that was a revolution. I feel the same thing. But you know, it's always, I feel like for me, because I think about the magic of New Year and then like I make this magical wish. It's not really a, revolu- a resolution, resolution yeah. right? Like I'm always like, in this coming year, every meal will be homemade. You know what I mean? Or my house, this will be the year of the immaculate house. You know what I mean? That's the problem is we shoot too high. (laughs) Exactly, is what I'm saying. Like we shoot too high. Like we are like, oh, I'm going to set this New Year's resolution. And it ends up being something that's probably not achievable. It's not realistic. It's like this pie in the sky, like you said. It's like making a wish, waving a magic wand, right? Like the 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 veil of the new year will come off, and then yes. we'll just be different people. Yeah, and our children will be different people, and it'll be and magic. everybody's gonna be different. People, different. So we gonna obviously. be magic, magical fairies that so, pick up laundry instead of <laughs> dropping it on the ground. So, what I find is so funny is partway through this year, probably around August or so. I decided to get healthy and it all started with my husband getting some results back from his doctor for his physical and some changes he needed to make. Yeah, that's serious. And for a while he was like, oh, getting up and going to the gym and he would invite me and I'd do the, and go back under the cover. (laughs) Like, don't be not Yeah. And so after a while he was like, look, I'm not going to invite you anymore because when you say no, like it makes it hard for me to go. Mm. So then I was like, I got it. He's like, just know it's an open invitation. Okay. So eventually I got to the point where I was like, you know, I'm tired of feeling crappy. Like I need to get out the bed and go to the gym. Like we pay the money for the membership. (laughs) Probably should use Use it. It's a little wasteful when you don't. Right. So uh, I started going to the gym with him. And so I, we really got focused and then we set a goal together on what we wanted to accomplish. And so my goal was to lose 20 pounds by the end of 2019, which I did not reach, but I I lost 15. So hey, I was girl, super 15. close. 15, 15 pounds. High <laughs> I was really happy. And I, I feel like I could have I could have lost more weight, but it was the holidays. And I kept telling people, it's the holidays. Who cares? But yeah, the holidays got me. <laughs> that like my daughter says, like from <laughs> Princess of the Frog, the brick bush got me. Oh. Yeah, the brick bush got me this holiday. I was trying to be good. I was like, it was oh a battle. Goodness. And then with all the travel, it's so hard yes. to try and be good when you're traveling. Like, well, you're especially in, traveling like, the family. Well, and, and then yeah. you're in a new place, so you want to, you know, like try I'm the pretty cuisine. sure that the beignets in Atlanta were not on the diet, but they were good. So, <laughs> So I found that I just literally had to set a goal and kind of be focused. So that's what I think is the difference between setting a New Year's resolution and uh, okay. actually and a, setting goals. So setting a goal versus a resolution. Yes. Now that makes sense. I feel I feel similarly in that like I'm done with like oh resolution. I mean 2020 is awesome. I love the reset of a year. But I think especially when you're looking at okay, what in the next year do my kids need to gain? How do I need to stretch them? Where do they need to grow? Who needs what skills? Like what box needs to be checked off? I I feel like it's so much easier to set a goal because then it's really like succinct. Well, totally. And I feel like, well, in college, I had this professor talk about like smart goals, the idea of making it specific, measurable, action oriented like focused on what you will do not what you won't do realistic and within a time frame that's the key right and that's super easy to be able to do so whether you're talking about okay 
this is the year that we are done with diapers. We are potty training the situation. Or for me, this is the year my kid is learning to drive. (laughs) Pray for me, y'all. Pray. It is, it is, that is a moment. Right. But like trying to, we're in that phase where she's ready to start doing the nighttime driving. Oh. Lord Jesus, help you know, and they have to have so many hours. Why DMV with the nighttime? Like, can she just be a daytime driver? Just give her a daytime driver license. <laughs> like, I'm not ready for the nighttime. <laughs> she won't be out driving at night anyway. No, don't it's worry okay. It's okay. She's, she's not a mama. She don't need to drive at night. It is a whole different ball of wax. Like, it being is. in the dark with your child on the freeway, and you just want to be like, people, this is my baby. Be nice and go around. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, yeah. So for me, like we have to track all the hours and all these different things and trying to like think about really succinctly what skills does she need? Like, how do I prep her first before she gets behind that wheel? It's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. And that's what I find with goals in general. So like even business goals, like you have to have to be measurable. You can't do this pie in the sky and then you, you have to track it. Right. So I found like for me, like the last couple of years have been kind of crazy with family stuff. So I kind of, I, it's funny because I'm like, did I set goals? I don't even remember if I set goals, but I could tell you if I had set goals, I probably didn't reach them because I wasn't very focused. Mm-hmm. So being focused, that part that you said about being focused, it is, and you have to be focused on what you're willing to do mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you could say, I'm going to lose 100 pounds. But if you are not willing to give up Starbucks, you're not going to lose 100 pounds. Right. Right. So you have to be willing to make those changes. So I know for me, that has been the thing is being specific. And so this year, I got really motivated towards the end of the year. And I did my business planning. I took a whole day at home on my dinner table with every highlighter and colored pen and <laughs> marker I had. You're making it pretty. A big calendar. And I had everything. And I did my business goals. And now I feel more prepared for 2020 instead of just kind of going in with this, oh, yeah, I'm going to do better. I know, right? That's just so vague. Better than what? Right, right, right. Well, I feel the same way about, you know, like family stuff. Like sometimes it just... There are things in our household that we don't love the dynamic. Like, right? Like, again, like that resolution, I'm just not going to yell at my kids anymore. I'm not going to be a yeller anymore. You know, so I think I, that's that's a good goal, but th- but it's a goal. Except it's challenging. that sometimes yelling is really important. Let me say this: <laughs> I walked outside one time to one of my children, the boy, on top of the roof with a, what about to step off the roof with his makeshift with like five jump ropes and a couple of electrical cords tied together to the tree. His makeshift zip line. <laughs> Listen, yelling saved my son's life. So, you know, like everybody is- Oh my gosh. Don't, not the yelling. <laughs> like screaming and losing your bloody mind sometimes is important for your child's health and well-being. And sometimes it's the only way they actually hear you. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's another mom I've heard um, that does a podcast and she was, she had this whole thing about do not shame me because I yell at my children. Right. Like you do not understand the dynamics and you don't understand. They don't hear me unless I yell. Right. (laughs) So, but if, if that's a dynamic that you don't like in your house or you want to change it. Okay. Then decide what you will do. I feel like choosing to say, you know what? I'm going to create whatever reward system or I'm going to do something in addition to that. I'm going to spend quality cuddle time with my kids. One thing I am choosing to do 
this year, I have two teenagers, y'all. Pray for me. (laughs) So I have found myself in that space of like so much criticism because the attitude is just there. And I tell my kids this all the time. I'm allergic to attitude. (laughs) It causes a vile response in me. So they really need to help me because I, I, it is uncontrollable. Like the rolling of the eyes and the second of the teeth immediately like Eveline comes. So to prevent her from coming out, I'm going to need you to take a deep breath and control your face. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Those are two things my mother didn't like either. She what? called it popping your lips. Ooh, Don't pop I know. your lips. You can't even pop the lips. And roll no your more. eyes. <laughs> Rolling your eyes and popping your lips will get you in trouble. Oh, yeah. Like, you have to like roll your eyes in your head and help yeah, you right? actually do it. Or the popping of the lips was one of those things that was not even intentional. It just happened. You know, you just be like, and, oh, that was forget yeah. it. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. So what I am making a concerted effort to do in this year is to compliment my children, which I felt like I did so well when they were little because it was easier. Good job, buddy, wiping your bottom. You know, I mean, there were all these things that they did that we were encouraging them to do that I felt like I gave tons of good jobs, good attaboys through the day, you know, please and thank you. Of course, I've told them to say thank you and please a million times. But when they did it, when they were four, oh, that was so polite. But thank you so much, sweet pea, for saying thank you. Thank you for using your please and thank you words. And my teenagers, I just realized I don't do that at all with them. I think it's such a hard phase, though, when they get a little older into the teenage years that... It, even my nine-year-old, it's not always easy to remember those things. I think because we're constantly, it's just, I call it like this rat race. We're yes, always constantly yes. going, there's always a million and one things we have to do or need to yes. be done. And so we lose some of that where it wasn't so much of that when they were little. Yes. Because it was a little more like, oh, but now it's like there's a million and one things. And the last thing you want is attitude. Like, and so, <laughs> right. so the last thing, like this morning, I was trying to leave the house and my son decided to give me attitude for being out late last night, but we were out celebrating with friends. And I was like, you know what? Well, I'm hungry. Well, you know where the kitchen is. <laughs> oh, really? Are you sure? Yes, I think they do. Did you give them a map? You know, girl, I was like, look at <laughs> there's the kitchen. Go find your father. I'm walking out the door. Like, I I can't deal with that right now. Yes, I can't. I'm not going to get into this conversation. So it's really hard. And you do sometimes. I don't even know if it's so much remembering to give praise. Is Sometimes you just got to breathe and try not to explode. That's the thing I think I need to work on this year is just take a minute, breathe, the whole count to 10 so I don't lose my mind. Yeah, no, I hear you. I think I react. Yes. I just, I immediately react and then I'm like off. And then my husband's like, relax. <laughs> no, it's not okay. Right. But in that, that's what I'm saying. I feel like with my, when they were itty bitty, it was so easy to reward the behavior that I wanted. But now I think because I feel like they should already get it. That they, I, they do. And they do, but. But they have teenage brains. They do have teenage brains. And the hormones, y'all, oh, the whatever is washing over the brain, Lord, they need more Jesus over the brain and less <laughs> hormones over the brain. But it causes craziness. And so we have to, I have to know that though. I know that they're biologically going through so well, much. Well, the thing is we went through it, but we forgot. Oh, I I know. I, so it's we so have funny. To, sometimes you have to take a minute and go, wait a second, I did that too when I was a teenager. Right. So I need to take a minute and remember 
They're just a teenager. They're not adults, so they're not going to think like adults. Right. And that's the hard part. To Give them that grace. So that's definitely one of those things that's like a goal to try and remember those things. Like I was once there too, so let's remember right. that. Just because I think they should know it and they should be aware of it doesn't mean it's going to happen. So I like that we need to plan like you said, you're planning like what to do yes. instead. Mm -hmm. So those are great things. And then you, we talked about too, like making it a family thing. Yes. So we actually did, my husband sits down and does these things called mind maps with his team. And so we actually did a mind map with our family. Oh, that's right great. Before New Year. We got a big piece of white paper out. We taped it to the wall and then we started mind mapping what we wanted this next year to look like. And everybody got input. I love and it. And everybody got to set goals. So, and then for the older ones, even for the younger one, we said, now, now you can go back to this mind map and wherever was your goal, now go back and make a plan for that goal. How are you going to reach right. that goal? So I think that is something we have never done before mm. with our kids. But with a now 18-year-old and a 14-year-old and a 9-year-old, um, we felt like this is a skill that we want them to develop. Yeah, I love that. So that as they get older, it's something that they can do. Yes. And so now I'm hoping that they all sit down and do their own. Mm -hmm. And it might be one of those things where you have to give these little friendly reminders yes, to sit course. down and of let's course. set your goals and your plans for how you're going to reach that goal. And so that is something we did that I thought. And so it's it's on the wall in the dining room. Everybody can see it. Every I love day that and idea. We can kind of figure, you know, and so I even need to sit down and go back. And a lot of the stuff I put on there, obviously I'd already worked through when I did my business planning, but some of the stuff we put up there is just personal goals too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that is something. Something I think would be good to do with a fa your family sit down and like, okay, what are our goals this year? What do we want to accomplish? And we put some stuff on there that we know, like, you know, we may not be able to do a complete home remodel, but there are certain things we could do to get closer to right, that closer, point. closer. So, but at least it's in it's written. So this is the one thing I told my kids is you will not succeed on achieving a goal unless it's written down. Yes, so you true. have to write down your goals, otherwise it's just a thought. Right, it's just just there. You're not going to get anywhere. Well, and I think every phase that's so helpful. And again, whether your goal is learning to help your little people tie their shoes or whatever, it's so good for them to see it. We have to see it. So even if it's in picture form for them to every day, see what are we working on today? Um, I have with my family, we've decided to make this year a year of gratitude. We just last year, with, I think all of us just have a case of the gimmies and kind of just forgot how blessed we truly are. And so I bought a ton of sticky notes and we've already started kind of placing them up and it's starting to look really pretty. I'm super excited to every morning, right? what we're grateful for and then stick it on a different color sticky note. And you know, it's, it's powerful. It actually, is. one of the mailers I did towards the end of the year for my clients was a mailer about the science of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And so something I do, and it's, I'm not super consistent, but if I get up early and go to the gym at five o'clock, we get home, I make a smoothie for my husband and I, and I sit down and I journal in my journal, I write down either a list of things I'm grateful for, or I'll pick one thing and say, right. I'm grateful for this. It is so powerful yes. to remember that you have things to be grateful for, because I think it's hard for children. Yes. Because all they're thinking of is, I oh. don't have what Bobby has. Right. Or the next new thing. Right. Exactly. And I think also our kids just don't always, outside of the the rote thank you that we've taught them to, to do, which is a good habit to have. 
they don't really get a lot of time to sit and be quiet unless we help to teach them that. And so it has actually been a really lovely practice for us. I'm one excited for the wall to be, you know, kind of by the next couple of months, just be covered with really fun you know, I kind of like a little bit of fun, crazy art in my house. And so it'll be kind of an art installation of, right. you know, pretty, you know, sticky notes throughout our year. But I'm excited to think about what they will be able to look back on. Right. And I think those moments where I think particularly my 16-year-old gets stuck in feeling so hard being a 16-year-old girl. Like the hair has to be right. The outfit has to be right. Like, right. you know, and then obviously the cycle makes life, right? Interesting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like just to be able to say, you know, why don't you just go stare and, you know, sit and, and pray by the gratitude wall and just see what washes over her. I'm hoping that it kind of gives her a, a way to kind of reclaim those moments when she is in the place of melting down, which I remember being a 16 year old and oh, feeling yes. like, I'm going to lose it because I didn't get the Jordache jeans. Like, oh, you I know, I remember my mother would come into my room. <laughs> and when I was like a junior, senior in high school, I had like a little walk-in closet in my room and she would find me sitting in the closet. She would be like, what are you doing in your closet? Trying to figure out what I'm going to wear to school. <laughs> Like it was that serious, it was girl. So I had to serious. sit in there and figure out what was I gonna wear to school. Yes. Now I'm just happy if my favorite pair of yoga pants are clean that I can throw on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yoga pants are clean. <laughs> so I think that setting the goals and making it part of a family thing mm-hmm. is definitely key. And helping the gratitude thing I love because I think we don't think about enough of, and then I think we forget things that we should be grateful for. Like even with my mom gone, I'm grateful for the time I have with my Mm. mom. Would I love more time with her? Absolutely. Do I have a million and one questions that I cannot ask her? If heaven had an email, that would be perfect. So (laughs) I just shoot a couple emails a couple times a day, but like, mom, I had a question about this, but I think being grateful for even the tiniest little things. Like I am grateful. I have clean water. I am grateful that I have food. It may not be the food you want, children, but there is, why (laughs) do we, I want this. Well, that is wonderful. Right. But you do have food here. So it may not be what you want, but it will sustain you. Yes. And that's something that's hard when you're that age. Because I remember being that age. You wanted to eat out all the time because why can't you? Right. Or even just being grateful for being inside. We spent some time um, on the street, just working on the Rose Parade float over the break, you know, as our tradition. And it was cold, really cold. We had on tons of layers and the kids had a great time, but I just had to stop them and think like, babies, do you know, when we look at those homeless people on the side- They're dealing with this on the daily. Every single day. And you can get up and go down. We can walk down to the Denny's and we can spend, you know, 50 cents or spend nothing and use the bathroom and come out and no one says anything to us. Right. That homeless person, that's not an option that they get. Right. Um, And so just helping, just being, having an inside house. Yes. You know, that is grateful, you know. So I want to encourage you mamas this year to just really begin thinking about setting two or three goals and figuring out how to incorporate it with your babies, even mm-hmm. your itty bitties. You can make sticker charts. You can, yeah, you know, I, you can kind of tell I'm a chart person, um, <laughs> but you know, you can do it via picture, but help them begin to think about what they want 
and then how they can get it. And not one as in, I want the toy, but what do they want to be? Who do they want to become? Do right. they want to be kind? Do they want to be nice? Do they want to be friendly? Do they want to be fast? Do they want to be strong? What skills do you want them to gain? Are we working on learning our numbers, our alphabets? Are we working on, you know, reading, getting that chapter book, falling in love with reading? Are we working on multiplication, division? Girl, we on calculus over here. Are you studying for the SAT? Are you know, we getting ready for that dance recital? All those things, your kids have goals. Help them break it down and really plan out some success and make some markers. You know, find something that's gonna build your family, whether it's focusing on gratitude or focusing on, you know, centering yourself, spending time in prayer, whatever that is you feel like you know, what's your next level? If you are, you know, really want to change the culture in your home of yelling, like, all right, let's find something to choose to do with the kids instead of yelling. Let's spend more quality time. I'm not talking about changing the whole thing. We're not, again, we're not going to become magical fairies. No, because that's the problem is you make these New Year's resolutions that are just unreachable. And then by February, you have not, you've fallen off the wagon and you wonder why. It's like saying, I'm going to go to the gym every single day. No, well, that's fun for the first, well, I don't even think it's fun for the first couple of weeks because the first couple of weeks is torture. And then after that, you kind of start getting into it. But then by February, you're like, this is bogus. So you have to start little. So if it's, even if it's something personal for yourself, mamas, if it's, yeah. I'm going to go out for a walk two days a week, yep. two mornings, I'm just going to go for a walk or I'm going to, I have a gym membership I've been paying for for two years and haven't used it. Ladies, get into the gym one or twice, two two days a week. And you don't right. have to be there all day. Some people love spending their time in the gym, like hours in the gym. That's not us. I don't. Um, <laughs> I will be there sometimes an hour. I, sometimes I'll go do an hour of cardio, like walking on the treadmill or or I'll go do some weights and then some cardio. But most times I like to get in and get out. You know, I got other things I need to do. But make it achievable and don't beat yourself up if you miss a day. Yeah. Or if there's something that you've decided is your goal and you've made this plan and you fall behind, that's okay. Right. Readjust. Exactly. It's or time to weave readjust. It, weaving into something you're already doing. Like if you have a real, you know, health goal, then choose to play tag with your kid. Or if you have a toddler follow that toddler around for half an hour, girl, that's a workout. You don't, they don't to, stop moving. You don't have to go to a gym, <laughs> <laughs> crawl around on the floor with that two-year-old and do everything that they do. I tell you, Billy Blanks ain't got nothing on your toddler. <laughs> You'll be ready for nap time too. <laughs> right? Or maybe it's a health goal. Like for me, I've had a few friends have some real health things and I realized I have not, I haven't had like a solid physical. Mm. right? Like my kids have, my husband has, everyone has gone and gotten their complete workup. I haven't. You need to do that. I need to do that, right? Like I need to prioritize myself. Sometimes prioritizing our health isn't always about weight. Right. Sometimes it's about making sure we're truly healthy and making good choices. Mamas, when's the last time you went to the dentist? When's the last time, you know, you just, you have that mole that you've been looking at you know, like, and see, I did that this year, like for sure. Like we've been kind of on top of that. Like I made sure the kids got to the dentist. I got to the dentist. Um, 
the, my husband is the one now that is trying to play catch up. Now this year's his turn to start mm-hmm. getting his dental work done. He just got his physical, so he's working on his health things. Um, I did. I had a couple of moles. Like I was like, they're. I don't think they're anything, but I went and got the moles. They're nothing. But then but, I was able to get you know my keloid. Like oh, she was like, we can do some injections in those and smooth it up. All right, all right sure. there you go. So I've been trying to do those little things, yeah. but it's so easy to not. Do, yes, right. Yes. It's so easy to just be like, nah, I'll just. I'll wait, but you don't want to wait too long because there are things that can come up. So no matter what your New Year's, if you are setting New Year's resolutions, maybe adjust and make them goals, make a plan and get focused instead of just setting these arbitrary pie in the sky New Year's resolutions. So I know Claire and I were talking about when we decided we Mm -hmm. were going to share our top two or three goals for 2020, whether it's personal, family, or professional. So Claire, what are your top two or three goals this year? So my first goal this year um, for family, like I said before, is to really work on complimenting my kids. My goal is to give them three compliments, solid compliments each and every day. To just find something, to say good job, to make it a habit. Um, and then my second goal as far as family is to help my kids become more independent. So here's here's my, my plan. I know it's going to be crazy, but <laughs> I am actually by the end of the year planning on handing our finances over to my 16-year-old. Oh. Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> I know, but think about it. Like she's got to learn. She's but does she years? have her own account? Maybe help her she do it that way with her own account. Right, but she has no bills. Well, she, then she can still figure it out. Girl, I'm not putting my finances <laughs> in my children's hands. Girl, well, I, I actually... Be like, we went and bought a Tesla. <laughs> well, how'd you do that? She, <laughs> Tesla. she probably could on our credit, but she would get in trouble. But obviously not on one day and obviously step by step, piece now, by I piece. I can see maybe teaching them about budget and finances, but I'm not handing it over. Well, I, by the end of the year, we got 12 months. Okay. My... And by then she'll be 17 and it'll be, but that's my plan. I I really want her to understand every piece of running a home, Right. to think through why we save, where we give, how we invest, and to really understand how much it takes to run a a home because she's making some really solid decisions about her future. Mm -hmm. And I want her to incorporate how much money she needs to make. Right. And to know what, and have realistic ideals of what her next steps need to be. Right. I don't want her to go into college and just all the- I will tell you, there is a class of senior year because my son had to do it. And they had had to choose a career- and then they had to budget and they had to work out everything from apartments to car to gas to insurance. And it's eye-opening. And he had to do that again for a class this year where he had to call me and say, well, what do you guys pay for this? And what do you right. pay for that? And it's so funny to see their eyes sometimes be like, well, why would we have to pay that? Exactly. Well, exactly. They're called taxes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't nobody want to pay them. Um, or like, well, this is what we pay for health insurance. Well, why do we have to pay that? Well, do you want to go to the doctor when you're sick? No, exactly. Like, it's those, no. And it's so funny. It's eye-opening to them. I when they started realize with this her. is what you make, and this is what's going to be left after all of this. And then they go, 
well, that's not fun. Oh, no, it, it was the exact moment. So we started, this is hilarious, it started, and, you know, she, she saw our account balance, and she was very excited. And then she saw, you know, what we got, you know, direct deposited from our, you know, different accounts and um, jobs and, you know, side hustles and all that. And she was like, oh, my, you didn't tell me you were rich. Um, I said, no, no, it's okay. For a teenager, yes. Yes. Oh, and then I, she helped me pay the mortgage. Mom. Why does the house cost? I'm like, because it's a house. (laughs) She's like, but I thought we already bought it. No, this is. So we got to have a conversation about what we did not buy the house cash. No, girl, I wish one day. But, you know, and having that, we had such a great conversation. And then she was breaking down the mortgage. Well, why can't we just pay this part? Why do we have to pay? Well, because we have to pay taxes and we have to pay insurance insurance for the house. so it was, it has been already a beautiful- it's enlightening to them. So enlightening. So I'm so excited to continue doing that with her, having her break down the bills. We we obviously had to pay the energy bills. And she was like, well, why is it so much? Because y'all keep leaving lights on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you left your room 10 hours ago and you left the light on? Exactly. So so those, it's, those are good. I think that's really good because- um. I think kids need to get that idea. And our parents didn't do that with us. So I feel like enlightening our children on this. And we've had those conversations with our oldest and he's asked about investing and stuff Uh like that. It's a really good conversation to have. So how about you, Keon? What are your top two goals for 2020? So I set some business goals to grow my real estate business and really dive in this year. So doing the goal setting and getting prepared, like a marketing calendar and everything was very helpful. So I'm feeling very confident for 2020 business-wise. And then some home goals, just like, you know, we're cutting down some trees to put in a shed to relieve some of the chaos in the garage, (laughs) which is ongoing always you know I don't know why it feels like clean the garage 20 times a year but it does and so <laughs> hopefully having a shed or two will relieve some of that because yeah. we could put the lawnmower and some of that stuff in the garage in a shed and not have to have it in the right. garage which would be nice um and then just physically my personal health goals that I've already started I still want to lose more weight so I do have a goal this year I think I have set my goal to lose 30 pounds this year so we'll see. You can do it. Um, you can do so it. We'll see. One day at a but time. The, I figured just like this past year when I set my goal to get to 20, I got to 15, which is a lot closer I would have got if I had not set a goal and just yes. been like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Yeah. So that's for me, just getting healthier. And it, I've been feeling really good. And I know that is going to require me to make some changes food-wise, which yes. I haven't necessarily done oh, okay. or been really consistent about. So that is going to require me to really plan better my food choices, (laughs) which is very difficult because I love food. So the fact that I lost 15 pounds and I love food, I thought, oh, that's pretty good. So maybe I can make this work if I tweak a couple things, like maybe eat more vegetables. Oh, more vegetables. That's a good idea. idea. Cut out the little sweet treats every now and again because those are my downfall, girl. (laughs) I don't even know what to tell you. But those sound like great goals. I feel like the, and the great thing about once you kind of get those goals set, we can always set more. Exactly. We can always keep moving through. Once we see like, oh, this is really helping, we can always add more goals. As opposed to, I feel like resolutions, okay, you got the first couple days in January to pick it. And right. that's the only time you can do a resolution versus no. we can always, always be goals. becoming better. Yes. We can always be 
creating new places to encourage our family, encourage us to be better moms, to help our kids be themselves, to add more fun and light and life to our lives. Um, so goal setting is something we can just consistently be doing. Yeah. And the other goal I said is I told my husband that we needed to get back to consistently having a date night. Oh, that's important. Because we were doing that for a while. And then, you know, you get super busy with the kids and there's a million and one things going on. So I told him I wanted to consistently have a date night. And yes. it doesn't have to be every week, but even if it's just once or twice a month where we know we're going to, we take the time just to go out Just look at each other something. a little bit. Yeah. Right. I mean, even if it's an hour out of the house, to go have a quick drink or just, you know, have a quick bite. So that's something I want to do. Although I think I've been pretty spoiled this month with all the travel. You Damn sure have. Now. You can't say too I much. I know. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to not be able to, you know, ask for much for January. Girl, so I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have curb it back. He's going to be like, did we not go to Atlanta? For Girl, find you a Groupon. You'll Denver. be all right. <laughs> I know, right? Groupons are the best. So we just want to encourage you guys out there to remember it's great to have a New Year's resolution, but think of it more as a goal instead of this pie in the sky magical thing that's just going to happen this year. Because I don't want you to get discouraged mm -hmm. when you don't reach it or you fall off. So the thing is to have a focused goal. And yes, there are New Year's resolutions. We get it. And we just want you to be more purposeful yeah. in setting your New Year's resolutions. I think that's what yeah, the whole and make it an purpose of this was. Right. And making an encouraging process and exactly. something that you include your family in. Exactly. Like, let's be great examples for our kids to how to cultivate and create the life that we want. Exactly. And then just keep in mind that if you have a setback or you mm -hmm. backstep a couple steps, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay because every day is a new day to wipe the slate clean and start over. So don't beat yourselves up about it. Don't say, oh, I failed. So now I can't continue because failures are what make us better. Exactly. So, well, and priorities change. Priorities change. And that's true. You have to adjust. So usually like mid-year, you know, I do like this mid-year assessment. It's like, okay, how close am I to this goal? Not very close. Am I going to reach it? Is it seem like it's a little too far out of reach? Then maybe I have to readjust. And that's the great thing is you set your own goals. Yes. So if you need to make a readjustment or change something a little bit, you have the liberty to do so. It's not a boss telling you, you know what? No, you have to do the dishes every day by one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? So you get to kind of make those adjustments yes. on your own and give yourself, like Claire always says, give yourself the grace to know you're going to backstep, you're going to make mistakes and it's okay. Yes. And we are not perfect beings. No, we're not. We certainly are not. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if this episode blessed you in any way, please pick three moms that you know and share this episode with them. We'd love to hear from you and continue the conversation on Instagram at you underscore I underscore M-A-M-A-S on Facebook at um, Unapologetically Imperfect on Twitter at you underscore I underscore mamas on YouTube at unapologetically imperfect and on our website yes. at www.unapologeticallyimperfect.net. Have a blessed day, UI mamas. And remember being the best mom is not about being perfect. It's about being perfectly, perfectly you. you.